Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up. I'm getting ready to start a new series. Guess what? I know we're getting ready to roll in December, but I want to let you know that power belongs to God. This is part two. Guess what? We're going to be in the book of Genesis. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 39. We're going to be looking at a man by the name of Joseph. Guess what? Let me tell you something. The title of this series is going to be, guess what it's going to be? What God has for you is for you. Understand this. There's no devil in hell that can stop God's plan for your life. And I'm sitting here right now, ready to encourage someone to know that God has them in the midst of their situations and circumstances. Whatever's going on in your world, I want you to know that God is fully in control. He's capable and able to do anything and everything. Don't you give up on yourself. Keep fighting the good fight of faith because guess what? What God has for you is for you. Part one. Let me tell you something. I'm excited today. I know I said part two, but I meant part one. I'm very excited about this because I want you to know what God has for you is for you. Let me tell you something. As we look at the life of Joseph, let me tell you something. It's going to appear that what God has for him is not for him. I'm just going to be brief. In Genesis chapter 37, I want to tell you how it was set up. It was set up because he believed he had dreams, didn't know what they meant. But guess what? It seemed like something was along to snatch the dreams. But before we start, we go and pray. Remember, as I said before, we are praying for the persecuted church all around the world with people who don't have the right to say Jesus freely. We send for them, but we ask asking God to take high-ranking officials and all of these governments, wherever they may be at, whether it's kings, queens, whether it's empress, whatever it is, Father, that you would take them and make them believers for the glory and the kingdom of God, that they would see you as the Lord and Savior, and that they would be willing to change their hearts and follow you and set the people free so the people can worship you openly and freely. I want people to be able to stand up and say, Jesus is my Savior, hallelujah, and not be worried about their life. That's what we're praying for. Father, I ask you to bless them all around the world today, Father. Those who are being persecuted in the church right now, Father, that you take the high-ranking people and turn around. But, Father, we pray, Father, for everybody. Father, we pray for the world that you get your trophies today, which is people. I pray, Father, that people will come to you, that they will surrender all to you, knowing that you are their Lord and Savior, Father, that you will take their situations and turn it around. I want you to know, Father, by the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we surrender all to you, Father. We trust you with our lives, Father. We give it all unto you, Father. I want everyone to be encouraged by the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we pray, man. Let me tell you something, family. I'm going off. I got something to say. What God has for you is for you. Did you hear that? What God has for you is for you. And we're going to we going to Genesis 39, but I just want to give you a brief overlay that guess what? Joseph is 17 years old and God got something for him. And it's going to seem like the whole world, everyone is trying to stop it from happening. But understand this, what God has for you is for you. Check it out. Jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed in the lands of Canaan. This is the account of Jacob's family's life. Did you hear that? It says, Jacob family's life. Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending the flock of his brothers, the sons of Bela and the sons of Zephyr, his father's wives, 
and he brought to their fathers a bad report about them. First, he went and told what his brother was up to no good. Yeah. So he brought a bad report. Understand this. All this is an overlay because it's going to appear that they had to have a reason to come against Joseph. Understand it seems like he's a snitch. Seems like he's tricking. Check it out. Told his father. Now check this out. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he had been born to him in his old age and he made an ointment robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak kind words to him. Did you hear that? Simply rivalry. Daddy loved him more than he loved us. You see how everything looked like it's coming. What God has for you is for you. This is what Danny Hampton is preaching. The series is going to be, guess what? What God has for you is for you. Understand that there's going to be times in your life where it appears that, guess what? Things are just horribly wrong. Don't seem like that there's nothing changes. Bad news after bad news. It's this, it's that that's going on. God, when are you going to show up for me? God, when are you going to help me? Did you hear that? That's the power of prayer. Telling God the truth. When you're praying to God, tell God too. God, this is how I feel. I don't like how I feel. I don't like what's going on in my world. Check it out. I want you to see it. It says this. Here it go. Joseph had a dream. And when he told his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream. I had. We were binding shelves of grains out in the fields when suddenly my shelf rose up and stood upright. While your shelves gathered around mines and bowed down to it. Did you hear? Understand, he the younger brother. Now he's saying, hey, y'all going to serve me. He don't know what God planned for him. But let me tell you something. It's going to seem that, hey, there's a reason. Because God has a purpose and a destiny for Joseph's life. All this appears that what's going on, God? He having these dreams. He doesn't know what God has for him. He's going to be incubated. He's going down to Egypt because God has a mission for him. He has a mission to save the whole world. God is going to use him on earth. Did you hear that? God will use you. What God has for you is for you. Did you hear that? I'm telling you just like that. What God has for you is for you. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care who's coming at you. What God has for you is for you. Want you to understand that. Check it out. It says, his brother said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and what he had said. First, he told dad on what they was doing. Did you hear that? They didn't like him because of that. And guess what? Then the father showed that he had favoritism, that he gave a coat of many colors. Then he tells about the dream. And they, they, he, they, he just said he added an insult on insult. But guess what? This is all divinely orchestrated by Father, heaven, hallelujah. Understand this. What appears that's getting ready to happen to him, it seems like whatever God has for him is not going to happen. And this is for you right now. That person who feels what God has for them is not going to happen. I know you got some bad news. I know you got a text. You got an email. You got a phone call. You got a letter in the mail. Hallelujah. Praise God about the Bible says rejoice in all things, whether good or bad. Hallelujah. Won't you know that God is at work? Check it out. Here we go. It says this. If you think now, now I told you about three things. Here comes the fourth thing. Then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, 
I had a dream, and this time the sun and the moon and the 11 stars were bowing down to me when he told his father as well as his brother. His father rebuked him. Oh, Jacob, what are you talking about, son? I'm going to bow down to you. Check it out. And said, what is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in his mind. You know, his father said, man, what is God telling this boy? Shit. What God has for you is for you. Did you hear? What God has for you is for you. I know it seems like, guess what? It ain't going to happen, Danny. I heard it firsthand. All this stuff has happened to this boy. And guess what? Now, there's anger. Anger with his brothers. Brothers anger with him. So guess what? Daddy going to send him to work. Then he's going to send him to go find him. I'm going to slide on down because we, we, we got to get on down to Genesis chapter 39 where we're going to start out at. Check it out. I want you to see it. I'm going to slide on down to uh, verse 7. I'm going to slide on down to uh, verse number 14. So he said to him, go and see if all is well with your brothers and with the flocks and bring word back to me. Then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. Now, Jacob is sending his son up to go check up on his brothers. Remember, first time, first thing we know, that he, he told them that they were doing bad. You know what I'm talking about? That he come the old trick again, old snitch coming around the corner. They're going to look at him like that. That's how they look at him. They can't stand him. Daddy love him. He had these dreams. Everybody bowing down to him. He's special. We know he's special because daddy. Daddy said he's special. Check this out. What God has for you is for you. Guess what? All this is going on. Ain't nothing that's going to stop the promotion, the elevation that God has for you. Did you hear? Want you to see it. Here we go. If you can trust in the name of Jesus, guess what? He's a strong tower. Hallelujah. So check it out. I want you to see it. He replied, I'm looking. Check it out. When Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around in the field and asked him, what are you looking for? Sometimes I wonder that person he met, was that an angel? Because guess what? Because he's getting ready to go on destiny. Understand this. Joseph got to die. Flesh got to die so he can live up to the purpose of God. What God has for you is for you. But guess what? The flesh got to die before you get it. Did you hear that? So I always wonder about that, who this person that he met. Because this person on his met that tell him where they at. Guess what? He's getting ready to send him on spiritual journey with God. Hallelujah. Check it out. I want you to see it. He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are grazing their flock? They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, let's go to Dalton. Did you? That meant, guess what? He's getting ready to go somewhere. This is life-changing for Joseph. Guess what? Everything, check it out. He's walking to his brother. He got the coat of many colors. Daddy's favorite, the snitch is coming. And guess what? He already got him mad with him. He didn't tell him about the dreams. He didn't tell him he did all this. Had two dreams, he reported to them. Check it out. Let me tell you something. No weapon formed against you should prosper. As I read this next verse, I want you to see it. Check it out. It says, so Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. But they saw him from a distance before he reached. They plotted to kill him. Did you hear that? They plotted to kill him. Check it out. 
Now, this is what they said. Here comes that dreamer. They said to each other, come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. Yet the salt was against the dreams and him and what he told the dad about them. Let's see what happened to the dream. Guess what? What God has for you is for you. Because guess what? They can't take the dream. Are you a dream maker? I'm a dream maker. Hallelujah. You got to know that what God has for you is for you. Check it out. You can't give up. You can't go through the, you got to go through discouragement. You got to trust in God. Now, Reuben is going to try to save him, but check it out. They're going to put him in this, in this hole and they're going to, guess what? They're getting ready to sell him because guess what? I'm going to slide on down a little bit further because I want to get to, I want to get to the good stuff tonight for us. Want you to be encouraged. What God has for you is for you. That's it. That's all. So check it out. Here we go. As they sat down to eat their meal, this is verse 25. They looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites yeah. coming from Gilead. Their camels, they were loaded with spices, bombs, and mirror as they were going their way to take them down to Egypt. Understand this. They had the things that was meant for embalming. That means Joseph had to die. Hallelujah. Check it out. He's getting ready to go die. Not a physical death, but a spiritual death. Because as he spends time in Egypt, he's going to learn what it is to trust on the God of heaven, the almighty El Shaddai. He's about to find out. So Judah said to his brothers, what will we gain if we kill our brother? And cover up. Check, check it out. What they saw. They saw some loot. They said, hey, we can make some money at this deal at the same time. Check it out. We're going to kill him. Check it out. I want to see his brother said. He said this. His blood. Come let us sell him to the Israelite and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brother. Our own flesh and blood. His brothers agreed. Did you hear that? They agreed to sell him. They didn't realize. Guess what? This was going to be the biggest Thing that come against their lives. Understand this. <clears throat> because of what they did, this is going to hunt them. Well, when they dead, it's dead. Understand this. This is going to hunt them for the rest of their life. This one decision right here, what they're going to do to their brothers is going to hunt them. But guess what? It's going to be a blessing. Because what God has for you is for you. Did you hear? Check it out. So when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled him they pulled Joseph out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver. And the Israelite took him to Egypt. Did you hear? Boy, woo! It get like, like, it like it's not going to happen. What God has for you is for you. Here's the odyssey that Joseph's getting ready to go on. You might be on an odyssey right now in your life, but understand this. What God has for you is for you. Ain't nothing going to stop it. We're going to be in this series talking about Joseph. I want you to see what God has for you is for you. I understand this. If God said it, it should come to pass. If Did you hear that? Oh, Danny Hamp going off on him. Remember this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. Check it out. I want you to see it. We're going to Genesis 39 now. We're going to get into the meat because I want you to see that even in the midst of adversity, God is going to be, guess what? Right there. Do not ever think that you are in a situation alone by yourself because you're not. God is with you all the way. Check it out. Now, Joseph had been taken down, verse 1, Genesis chapter 39, to Egypt. Potiphar, 
an Egyptian who saw, who guess what? Who was one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, brought him from the Israelite who had taken him there. Get, here go the first thing. Understand this. When God take you on Odyssey, hallelujah, be, right, be ready for the bumps. Because it's going to happen. But God going to get you to the finale, get you to the finish line. Let me tell you something. God keeps his promise. He keeps his word. What did he tell you? Sure not I do it. God is not a man they should lie. Neither son of man should repent. Trust in God. Hallelujah. Check it out. I want you to see it. Here you go. I want you to know that God got you in the palms. And check it out. Here you go. Let's go down to verse two. Here's the kicker. Here's the key right here. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered and lived in the house of the Egyptian. Did you hear that? Who was with him? Slave. God with him right now. What God has for you is for you. Understand this. I want you to see this. Understand this. Joseph is in training. Do you know why he's in training? Because God is getting ready to raise this man up to guess what? To run a nation. To feed the whole world. He's in training. And he's going to get trained. First his dad, his favorite. His father's favorite. But now he's about to be trained. Because guess what? He got a job to do. He got a big job to do. Because guess what? He got to even save the lives of the people that put him in, a, in his pit. His brothers. Check it out. Nobody knows it. His brothers made some money. They sold him. Went back and told dad he was dead and all this stuff. Dad cried. Couldn't, couldn't be, couldn't, Joseph Jacob couldn't be comforted. Did you hear? But all the time, God is at work right now. What God has for you is for you, part one. Here we go. I want you to see it. Because we're going we, we, we to end up, we're going to go through Joseph. I want you to see it. What God has for you is for you. I want you to see it. Check it out. I want you to see it. Verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered and he lived in the house of the Egyptian master. When his master saw that, who saw it? His master saw that God was with him. Check it out. says that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything. Boy, I throw this by. Did you hear? In everything, the Lord gave him success. Did you hear that? Everything. It didn't say, guess what? Even as a slave, did you hear? Check it out. This is not what Joseph sees. This is what his master sees, who has power over him. Check it out. I want you to see it again. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Did you hear that? Got elevated in his house. Hey, uh-uh. God is with this boy. Everything he does to see what God has for you is for you. Potiphar don't know one day, guess what? He's going to have to reverence Joseph. Did you hear that? Could you imagine that? One day, the person that calls himself your master will look up to you. Hallelujah. Boy, you ought to be shouting and rejoicing with old Danny Hampton today. Because I'm, I'm going off. Won't you know what God has for you is for you? Understand right now, it seems impossible. That's how it should be. Should be impossible. Because if it's impossible, then you don't need God. If you can do it, then you, hey, go and do it yourself. Check it out. Here we go. It says this. From that time, he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned. The Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. Right there. What God has for you is for you. Did you see this? Now, he's 
in his master house. He becomes the head attendant of the house. He gives him control over everything except one thing, this one. Woo-hoo! Well, you got to read Proverbs 31. You know what King Lemieux says? His mother told him, hey, a woman can destroy kings. Hallelujah. Boy, let me tell you something. Boy, did you hear that? Understand this. But God has a purpose and a destiny for Joseph. Ain't no weapon formed against him, whether it's his brothers, whether it's Potiphar, whether it's Potiphar's wife, whatever circumstance, what God has for you is for you. Did you hear that? I want you to rejoice with me tonight. I want you to see it and say it out loud. What God has for you is for you. Ain't no one can take it. I don't care. Don't you worry about that stuff. Trust in the name of Jesus Christ. He's a strong tower. Did you hear? He's a strong tower. All you got to do is remain faithful in the heavenly realm. Trust God. God knows what time it is. Check it out. Here we go. It says this. The Lord blessed the household Egyptian because of Joseph. Potiphar had both in his house and field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Did you hear that? The only thing he had to do is say, hey, I want my chicken like this. I want my, I want my food like this. In other words, that was the only thing he was concerned with. He wasn't worried about no theft. He wasn't worried about nothing. But understand this. There's a Goliath coming in Joseph's life. Understand the Goliath was his brothers. Now the Goliath's going to be part of his wife. But guess what? It ain't going to stop God's plan, vision. What God has for you is for you. I want you to see it. Here we go. Now Joseph was well built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice. Did you hear? Oh, Joseph was fine. <laughs> the word God said he was well built, shapely man. Hallelujah. Check it out. Here we go. It says this. Now Joseph was well built and handsome, and after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, "Come to bed with me." What? Did you hear that? Woman started lusting for him. Hallelujah! Started wanting him, lusting for him. Did you hear that? Check it out. But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, "My master does not concern himself with anything in this house. Everything he owns." He has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you. Because you are his wife. Did you say, hey, I'm not going to do it. Hey, my master left me in charge of everything. You his wife, I ain't going to do that. But check it out. I want you to see it. Understand this. The reason why Joseph wouldn't violate that, because guess what? His relationship with God was greater than the flesh. Did you hear that? I want you to see it. If you don't think that jo Joseph knew God and loved God, even in trouble, even being a slave, he trusts God. Check it out. This is what he says. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? I ain't going to let you bring me down. This is not what God said. You know what that tells me? Jacob taught his sons who God was and about respect and covenant. The word of God said, when a man leave his father and mother, he should cleave to his wife, they should be one. Did you hear that? Joseph understood that. He understood that marriage was, was to be honored before God. Hallelujah. And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. 
Jet, he's on God. He go, I ain't going around. What God has for you is for you. This woman trying to destroy him. Can't destroy what God has purpose for him because guess what? He's in training. He's going to be running a nation. Check it out. I want you to see it. One day he went into the house to attend to his duties and none of the household servant was inside. So she called him by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. Took off. Butt naked. Yeah, old Danny Hammond said. Check it out. I want you to see it. When she saw that he had left his cloak in her hand and had run out of the house, she called her household servant. Look, she said to them, this Hebrew had been brought to us to make sport of us. He came in here to sleep with me, but I screamed when he heard me scream for help. He left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. This is life, but guess what? Nothing can stop destiny. Did you hear that? But God's destiny for you ain't nothing can stop. Boy, you got to keep on trusting God. I know it hurts. Keep on believing in God. Don't give up. God, God got you. Oh, Danny, I'm going off tonight. Boy, I want you to know, guess what? God got you. Check it out. And it's going to get worse for Joseph. Man, it seems like, man, he, this man can't catch a break, right? But it's all divinely orchestrated. I know you feel like you can't catch a break. You're going to get your break. Keep on believing in God. Check it out. It seems like he, 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 he can't catch a break. Did you hear Seems like he can't catch a break, but he's going to catch a break. Check it out. Here we go. So she kept his cloak beside her until her master came home. They come to life. No weapon formed against you should prosper. Every tongue should rise against you should be condemned. Then she told him the story that the Hebrew slave you brought us come to came to me to make sport of me. But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out the house. When his master heard this story, his wife told him, Oh, Potiphar's mad. Check it out. This is how your slave treated me. He was burnt with anger, was upset. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison in the place where the king's prisoners were confined. Understand this. When God loves you, he orders your steps. He's not just in the regular prison. He's in a prison where the king keeps everybody in. Because guess what? He got an appointment. With the king of Egypt. Yeah. I'm about to stop in a minute. I'm going to conclude chapter 39. As we get ready for part two, what God has for you is for you. Let me tell you something. No weapon formed against you should prosper. Keep on believing God. Check it out. Understand this. Every horrible situation you go through, God is with you. I'm about to show it to you again. This is, this here you go again. Now he said God was with him when he was in Potiphar's house. Now check it out. When you get to this verse, I want you, if you, you know, if you want to, you can highlight it. It says this, but while Joseph was there in prison, here we go, the Lord was with him. Did you hear that? And he showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So that the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in prison. And he was made responsible for all that was done there. Did you hear that? Integrity is something else, boy. He was always on point with God. Let me tell you something. You ain't got to promote yourself to people. People will see it, and they're going to see God with you. Boy, I'm pumped up today. I'm going off because this is for you. What God has for you is for you. Check it out. I want you to see it. Then the warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care. 
because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did for him. But I got to put this Bible down. I got to get a phone out of here. I know what I got to do. I got to go to TikTok because the night watch. I got to talk to about some people about some things about keep on trust, keep on believing and chasing. I get up with the hopes to encourage someone every day to trust and believe in God because God got you. Let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. We just thank you for that. You bless you not around the world today. As they trust you, as they lean not to their own, understand that you will guide their path, Father. And what you have for them is for them. No one can take it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll tell you, I love you. I'm praying for you. Stay encouraged in the night watch. Oh, boy, Danny, I'm about to go off. Remember this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. And I love you. Have a blessed night.